0: To another edition of the stout cast podcast once again in social isolation in three different states that's right three different states california nevada and what's the other one chris it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter oregon that's right joey gonzalez and dan scott joining us from california chris knapp from nevada and his boyhood friend from bishop california who now lives up in portland glenn crim making a repeat appearance on the Stout Cast. We uh, did one in Portland. Gentlemen, thank you for partaking with us. We are going to try four beers today. Well, most of us are, but we'll get to that in a second. The first one we're going to try is the SLO Feeling Your Oats Oatmeal Stout. It has a picture of, guess what, oats on the front. The uh, can's kind of, uh, what was that, a brownish bronchus, bronchus? Bronchus? I'm not sure bronchus is a word. Bronch. With an okra-colored label. It says, big, bold, and roasted, yet smooth from top to bottom with a bit of all right. This classic stout always keeps itself balanced on the edge. Let the good times roll and we'll be feeling your oats in no time. This won a Great American Beer Festival bronze in 2016. Anybody had this one before?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. A no uh, from Glenn.
1: Probably, yes. yeah. They've also had different brewers over the years, so it's it's all new. It's all a mystery. It's all an adventure.
0: Fantastic. Five point seven percent alcohol by volume. I uh, heard somebody pop the top. What sounds like a pretty good idea. All right. So, uh, how many of us have this beer? Glenn's got it. Joey, is guy. this one of the? Is I this? Do. I have it. Is this one not of? me. No, I mean still have it available to drink. Joey, not me. <laughs> So, Joey, as it turns out, is a real-life Forrest Gump. (laughs) Jenny, I drank some.
3: (laughs) I was feeling my
0: oats. What do you expect? (laughs) Oh, look at you. So, it took quite a bit of effort to, uh, not to make you feel bad, Joey, it took quite a bit of effort to get enough beers to different people in different places and drop them off and mail them wait a minute i didn't say that and um send them by
1: deliveries
0: buzzard slash carrier pigeon uh to get them to certain places and um and so we were uh we were
3: pretty excited uh, about these and then uh and then what happened joey you know um it was a uh, fine evening um my, i had someone come by for a a family member who I haven't seen in a little while, just lives right around the corner, came by for a social distance hello, and I had offered him a social distance, well, a social distance brew. <laughs> we So toasting. one thing yeah. led
0: to another, and we then all of a sudden, another. everybody's pants go. are off, and That's the beer is gone.
3: Yeah. Truth be told, truth be told, it had been sitting in my fridge for quite some time, and I... Yeah, it's like a kid on waiting, ha, ha, having to wait for Santa Claus. And got excited, and I wanted to, you know, kind of crack a little uh, sniff, get a little of that bit on the palate, and uh, dagnab it. There it went.
0: All righty. Well, we'll see what Joey remembers of that beer, if he remembers anything
3: <laughs> whatsoever. I'm sure once I start hearing the, the term, yeah.
0: Alright, we'll uh, we'll give it a whirl. Um anybody had a uh anybody had a pull off of it? Anybody wanna go first? Mr. Knapp is the resident oats expert, as we found out in the imbibe brewing episode uh, during homecoming uh a while ago, many episodes I ago. Would, I wouldn't say an oats expert. An an oatspert?
4: Oatspert, yes, there you go. Nice. No, would, it was uh it's it's
1: tasty. It's
0: I, you know I like it. It's good. Dan, is this bringing back any memories? Uh, I forget <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a really just straightforward
1: American oatmeal stout. It's got deep, deep roastiness, but it's it's really light on the palate clean, drinkable, nice beer. you know there's nothing nothing about it that's particularly adventurous but doesn't have to be.
0: It's an oatmeal stout and it's pretty good. For an oatmeal stout, would you hope that it is simpler and not full of a bunch of stuff that you're not expecting, or is there something to be said for simplicity?
1: Oh, always something to be said for simplicity. I wouldn't want, like, surprise flavors. Like, at least we're getting what we are expecting on the can, which is like, hey, we made an oatmeal stout. Enjoy.
0: Yeah, I'm finding it delightful. I appreciate, especially in an oatmeal, a refreshing beverage. I like it to not be too chalky or have that kind of that burnt issue. It's got a little bit of that, I don't know if it's baked or what What you want to call it. It might just be the finish with the hops, I'm guessing. So the aftertaste is a little off-putting. I probably might have actually, I think I liked it a little better when it was a little colder. I like it. I definitely go good to very good. I definitely have another one. Nap, I know you said it's good. Is that the final rating or? Uh, no, it's actually, I'm taking
4: a couple more, uh, Sips of it, and it—it it seems like it's a, a, for a, a stout. It seems light. Is that odd? It's—it's it's like a—it's very drinkable. I
0: don't know, Dan. I think the oats are usually lower in the category, aren't they? I mean, as far as alcohol content, this one's five point seven.
1: That tastes in style to me. It's not necessarily going to be one of those big, you know, mouth coating monstrous feel it in your gut kind of stouts it's definitely meant to be a lighter a lighter brew um I, I think it's i think it's right up the alley of what it should be
0: all right you want to give it a
1: rating i'm very good with this beer it's, uh you know it's not a strong very good but it's definitely very good it's a, that's a nice beer i would i would drink this beer absolutely
2: all right mr Krim. uh i think dan nailed it with the term roastiness that hit it right on the head Yeah, it was lighter than I expected. It was almost like a session version of a stout. Um, I expected something thicker, something heavier in my mouth. Um, But then I don't have a lot of experience with oatmeal stouts, so. I would definitely have another one. I kind of kept these out a little closer to room temp than cold, and that was an error on this beer. I think this would be a lot better colder. But yeah, I'd give it a high end of good. Not, not bad at all. Hey Joey, what do you remember about drinking this beer? <laughs> and what was your what would
0: you give it as a rating?
3: Do well, you remember I, anything I, about I'll, it? I'll give you the rating right off the bat. I <laughs> I remember it. It was very good. Uh, you guys all hit the nail on the head. Um, I think uh, Dan, especially, it's just very to me. I found it very refreshing. Not uh, uh, very crisp on, on, on the palate, and it was it was different than what, uh, you know, than what I was expecting on Outmail Stout, but but I wanted to uh, go ahead and continue to have some more. So uh, I, I will uh, give it a very good. Joey, can you say the following words for us? Uh,
0: Jenny,
3: <laughs> I drank some. Oh, <laughs> to so I, don't, I think I'll pass. Do it. Do it. Jenny, I drank some. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome I hope you all right all is I hope,
3: forgiven i hope you enjoyed that <laughs> absolutely all right here we go all
0: right has anybody had uh this
1: so this is another 5.7 i don't think so i have had beer from Grimm.
3: negative this, uh, does not sound beer. familiar i have
4: uh what do you remember
0: about it oh joey wait a minute is this the same one? you had this one too that's funny joey you had this one too this is the other one wait did you did you give a description bob not yet i was trying to oh sorry hey joey you had this one too yes i had that one too good god all right description time hey the can is black and pink with uh plink plink pink flowers kind of a Bowl of orange crap at the bottom of it. Moon Dreams in a very 1968 Bill Graham Memorial Auditorium poster kind of feel. 5.7% alcohol, just like the last one, and not a stitch of information on the can.
1: You know, it's funny. The the can design is like, you know, the Fillmore and the, the Winterland and those shows because, you know, there's too much smoke in both of them
0: grim moon dreams
4: oatmeal stout this Moon dreams i am not
0: really a fan of yeah i'm trying to look up something about it online yes i'm over 21. this oatmeal stout has all the roasted toasted warm you from the inside out dark malt flavor and a 5.7 percent light dry and highly crushable body aromas of fresh ground coffee toasted rye bread and molasses make way for crisp flavors of bittersweet baking chocolate, with a lingering roasted bitterness in the finish. Sounds delicious. Question is, how does it taste? Anybody uh, want to start us off?
4: Yes, bitterness in the finish. Absolutely, and I can taste the uh, the molasses a little bit, and then the uh, whatever it was they said. But yet, is it does have a yes? That's the face. That's the proper face, Bob. The bitterness in the finish. I'm still drinking it, though. I'm hoping it gets better. But its I'm not really a fan. That's all I have to say about
3: that. Joey, can we hear you say, I was shot in the buttocks? I'm not doing any more impressions there, Bob. Impression time is over. <laughs> hey, you got to do one more. I mean, this is the second beer. You gotta... We'll see. We'll see. We'll get the Imperial Stouts coming up. So maybe after those. Uh, so. How about the scene? Wait,
4: where... hey, Bob, hold up. When he uh I believe I heard him in his backyard saying, "I just felt like drinking."
2: Oh Lord.
0: <laughs> sorry, Joey. Uh, so yeah, sorry. Too bad we're all muted, else we can hear you. I'm we get everybody laughing i uh my one of my favorite parts is uh is is after uh forrest's mom uh gets uh, done getting uh, rogered again <laughs> as she's uh you know making sure that the uh was it the doc was it the doctor or was it the teacher or the who the principal er, principal it was principal. That's the principal. Right. principal yeah your mama sure does value your education <laughs> Joey, you remember the sound that comes out of his mouth next' uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh. It was principal roger <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all righty. Um, there's a lot of metallic in this. I, uh, hold on, let me check the date just to see if it's um,
2: funky. Yeah. Best if enjoyed by 2003. <laughs>
0: Let's see if there is a date. Um, duh, duh, duh. Canned on 2 20 Yeah, so it's two months old. So it should still be high quality.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Who wants to go next? Glenn. Well, I feel like I'm kind of piling on at this point, but not a fan. Um, I could taste a little bit of the coffee, or at least I thought I did, but yeah, kind of bitter, kind of hung with me after, definitely agree with you on the metallic part. Um, Had my sip and put it away. I got to say, I don't especially like this one.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm getting a different sensation the, the next couple, so try a couple more. Dan, any thoughts?
1: Eh, it's just kind of a mess. It's all over the place. Like, it's a little too roasty, like, a little burnt, especially in the aftertaste. Yeah, nothing, nothing I would revisit.
0: I'm getting a couple things. I, I think the bitterness, I'm going to guess, is the rye, perhaps. It's a funky kind of taste, and I'm, I really dislike rye. As we all know, there's not a whole hell of a lot that I do like, and one of the things I don't is rye. And I'm guessing that might be part of it. Also, it's like super, super, super like fizzy. I had this happen once before, where the carbonation took a lot of the sweetness and a lot of the sugar away from it, and just kind of made it, just kind of made it like this. I'd go fair, maybe fair to good. I, I, no, I'm gonna go fair because I'm not getting anything that they promised. I'm not getting any chocolate. I'm getting the rye, I guess, which, bleh, and then the rest of it. Yeah, it's not it's not particularly enjoyable, you know. Hey, if it's free, great. Yeah, but um, otherwise, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go buy another one.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually kind of have the opposite problem in the sense that I am getting a lot of these notes. Like, I got you know a little bit of rye, a little bit of coffee, a little bit of roast, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But like, there's a lot going on, and it's not melding together nicely. It's not going down smoothly. It's 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 got a lot of I don't know, just, just, just a lot of harshness in different levels. Um, yeah, I would give, I'd give it a fair. It's a fair beer. You know, there's nothing wrong with it, I per se, but, you know, it's fair. People will drink it. I don't want to drink it again, but that doesn't mean other people shouldn't. But, you know, you might
0: have better, better beers out there. Why are you harshing my oats, bro? <laughs> fair, Nap, did you give it a grade? uh fair that's all i'm gonna give it is fair
2: glenn yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go fair i'm with dan it it shouldn't be illegal but it's probably nothing i'm gonna go out and purchase joey was this
0: the
3: first or second one of the beers that you drank way too early (laughs) that was number two and probably the fact that you guys are rating it is a reason why i can't remember it nothing memorable about it Uh, a a very forgettable beer
0: all right, fair it is. I'm kind of disappointed. It's uh, one of those where the container promises more than you're getting. All right, Curly Wolf is a 100% bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Stout from Barrel House Brewing Company. It is 9.0% alcohol. It is... Barrel-aged for 12 months with maple and vanilla beans. Damn, 12 months. The maple, I love the idea of the vanilla beans. I'm not crazy about It, it is very uh, black and white. It's black with a, I believe that's a hat with a BHBC mm. and a mustache and maybe ears. Oh, wolf ears sticking out of the top and then curly wolf and white lettering. Uh, a very, I, I dig the label, an imperial stout in red below. It is a uh, a smaller can. Um, where's the number of ounces? Uh, that's a good question. Why can't Bob read? It's I, damn tasty beer. Know. Uh, anybody know how many ounces? Twelve. Twelve, 12, 12 ounce can. Looks so like 12,
3: twelve ounces. Twelve, 12 ounces. ounces. Twelve ounces. Like, yeah, regular 12, twelve ounces. Can. Can. Yeah, that's what that was. was regular twelve ounce can. Yeah, I'm going
2: to say twelve, 12 ounces, ounces, Bob. Okay, Bob. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute all.
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to say, I think it's a twelve ounce can. Uh, yes, I do want to unmute everybody. Okay, there we go. Damn it. Unmute. 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 <laughs> unmute. Genius. Un- All right, there we go. Anybody had this one before? Joey, have you had this one before? I have not. Thank God we found one. All right. <laughs> so we're expecting maple and vanilla. And I've
1: had this beer before. Who's the brewer? I'm getting quite a bit of that. Smelling it. Quick fan of this
0: brewery, actually. Mm. Barrel House Brew. Nice. Hmm. 9%. Per- uh, what was it? 9.1%? 9.0. It was 9 even. Rolling in your 9.0. Joey,
3: since um you actually have this beer to drink, how about you start first? Yeah, well, hard to taste the maple, but I'm getting a little lot of vanilla. This is bourbon barrel, right? Yeah, so, which normally I'm not a, I'm actually opposite. I'm not a big fan of the bourbon barrel. I, I don't like a lot of boozy, booziness in, in the stout. And I'm not getting too much bourbon in it. I'm, I'm getting a lot of the vanilla. And for me, it's not, it doesn't have the impact that I traditionally experienced on an imperial. I think this is very drinkable. Maybe a little bit of a kick at the end. It's a good beer. Very good beer. All right. Go ahead and give it a
0: grade. I'm going to give it a very good. I think you're developing a taste for the Imperials. I think you're developing a taste for the harder stuff. So, you know, you're the little, you're the acorn that becomes the mighty oak. (laughs) Uh,
2: Glenn. I quite enjoyed this. I really liked it. Yeah, I could taste the vanilla. I didn't really get the maple. My favorite by far definitely seems very drinkable for a 9%. Yeah, I would I would definitely get it again, and I'd give it a very good. Dan.
1: Yeah, this is this is a stealthy beer. This is a stealthy nine percent stout. It does not taste like it is. It's very smooth. It's very easygoing. Um, a lot of the bourbon notes are just on the nose, like it smells a little bourbony. It doesn't taste a lot little bourbony. It's actually marshmallowy, you know, with and that's like the vanilla and the maple and the sweetness and all that. Hmm. Mhm. The nice beer. It's really, this is, this is a really well-made beer. Very tasty. Um, I don't know if I would have nailed vanilla and maple if they didn't tell me. Probably the vanilla, but, but yeah, you know, a lot of bourbon barrel-aged beers have such a strong, sweet bourbon just kick in the ass, and this does not, which I appreciate very, very much, where it's there, it's great. But, you know, it's not overpowering. It, it, it um, complements the beer. It doesn't make the beer.
0: They, they pulled it out of the barrels, I think, before it got to the 11 or 12 or 13 <laughs> percent, which so many of them like to do. All right. So uh, excellent. Very good. Good, fair, poor, cat. Oh, I'll, I'll give that a very good. It's an enthusiastic very good. So very good slash excellent? Sure. Why not? All right. So we got uh, Joey, Glenn, Dan, Knapp. You're up. Yeah, I give this. This is excellent. Like Dan was saying, very
4: good, Bob. Very good. Good pick. It was, uh, yeah, you can smell the bourbon, but it is not overpowering at all. You can taste the vanilla, which is a wonderful compliment. And it is, for a nine o. I expected it to be a lot heavier and not as drinkable. But absolutely, he's right. This, If you drink this, it will sneak up on you. So I think it's a one can Maybe two, if you're being daring. But this is excellent, very drinkable, very drinkable. So
0: excellent from me. All right, we got an excellent on the board. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go good, to very good. I appreciate the sweetness that has been combined with the barrel age, so the barrel age doesn't hit you in the face. Uh, it's pretty much what I expect from a nine percent. Uh, when you get up to 11, that's when you really start getting, you know, smacked around. I don't like vanilla beans. I don't like vanilla stouts particularly. Um, I mean, I mean, I, I like them, but I'm not, it's, they're not my favorite. So that kind of the taste of that, but I I think they pretty much nailed what they were going for, but I've had maple stouts. I've had a breakfast stout. That was a maple stout and it was maple all day and it was awesome. And i was excited by maple i was i heard maple i'm like oh sweet and um it 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 doesn't it doesn't deliver it's not overly sweet so i like that there's no particular aftertaste so i think the vanilla brings it down probably for me but i think they pretty much got what they wanted so yeah i'd go good to very good that's that's where i am that's where i live kind of reminds me of um of uh not sherry what's the uh what's the other one that old men drink um
2: mad dog 2020 Port, <clears throat> close.
0: No, it's it's a it's a uh, Boone's Farm. But no. Yes. All right, we got. Uh, I think we got one more, and we've got a track seven, which is uh, Sacramento Brewery. Yeah, I don't even know where. Slo, I'm guessing is San Luis Obispo, Dan.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're headquartered there in in downtown, down in uh,
0: Slowtown. Yeah, Grim is. You know where Grim is? The Brothers Grim? Any idea where Grim is? Uh, Brooklyn, New York, actually. So the Grim is tangy and kind of bitter, like the people. <laughs> Hipster <laughs> alert. So Track 7 has received a couple of excellent ratings uh, on this podcast. And this is the Dark. All dark ailment imperial stout black and gray 10.4 percent alcohol by volume it's a 16 ounce can uh what does it what does it promise well it promises nothing on the can so um that's always off putting. how much do you guys rely on just whoever wants to raise their hand go first Who, how much do you rely on what's on the can um, as far as what they're promising, as opposed to what style it is,
2: say imperial, et cetera. Glenn, I'm a sucker for that. I, it's like the the ghost EVP recordings. How you know you don't know what you hear until someone says it said Jake's at the door, and then you think that's that's what you hear in that staticky crap. I'm the same way with beer cans. I will taste it and go, yeah, I kind of like that, and I can't identify a damn thing until I read the can. Then I go, oh, that's right, it is cranberry and toffee. So. I'm I'm their demographic. I'm who their marketing people are shooting for because I get pulled in every time.
0: Track 7, Dark Ailment, Imperial Stout.
1: Well now, before we get to the rating, can we talk about this creepy label that's really creeping me out? There's a big virus in the background here. And, you know, this is being recorded during the great plague of 2020 and it's called Dark Ailment. And this is pretty clearly a virus on the label. And this came out before we all went and hid underground in our shelters. So, so track seven's uh, track seven's being a little being a little creepy here with their fortune telling.
0: I have a theory that if you drink this, then Bill Gates can track and trace your movements, and can follow you around and then figure it out because of the imperial dye that's in, that's in the said beer. Anybody else have any conspiracy theories they, they want to throw out there? Because I, I haven't heard enough today. tracking software, yeah.
4: Mm. Uh, <laughs> clearly this was brewed by the Illuminati because they foretold and saw this with the, uh, the COVID on the can. I think, Absolutely. you know what, where this is going to be on Ancient Aliens. Boom. Right now, it's going to get there.
0: We're on to something. Always the Illuminati. Damn them! Hey, I, uh, I found some information. Guess where I found it? Wikipedia. Close. Facebook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris, you will not find Chris Knapp on Facebook, but you will find him on Tinder. <laughs> dark ailment is back today. It's a beast of yeah. imperial stout with its fragrant aroma of dark chocolate roasted grain and ripe dates and figs. Just like Chris Knapp. These rich dark fruit notes are layered in complex malt flavors and an assertive bitterness. Uh Uh-oh. At 10.4% ABV, dark ailments, pleasant, warming finish, and velvety mouthfeel make for a deliciously smooth stout. This was released March 21st at all three locations along with a bunch of other crap this is dark ailment yeah we've described it who's up who wants it Nap. so was they say it was released march 21st of
4: this year so then yeah this label is no accident i mean my god they were right there in it is are we sure this didn't come out of china out of a wet market what's going on here okay seriously though i don't this isn't bad It's not a bad beer. Uh, I don't see the figs. They're how you're describing it. It tastes like an Imperial Stout. I mean, nothing crazy, but it's not bad. It's eh. I'm drinking it. I would say for an Imperial Stout, it's good. But I mean, this one says keep cold, drink fresh. So, I mean, we set it out for a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, I, you're picking – I think you're going to pick up more flavors with the um, – being warmer. But eh, it, it's – I'm going to say it's good. That's all I'm going to say.
0: All right. I uh, – after about, oh, I don't know, two minutes. I mean, it was about halfway through uh, Naps Soliloquy. It was about halfway through Naps Soliloquy. Uh, yeah, then I got the chocolate. Yeah, the second one – um yeah, I mean it's got a nice flavor up top. There's a there's a little bitterness in there in the middle, and then yeah, at the end it's just kind of uh, you know it promises bitterness and it delivers. I guess that's not something that I'm I'm really jumping up and down about. It's not something I'm looking for. Um, I think it's I think it's good. I've definitely had. I I don't want to judge a beer based on the other beers that brewery has made, but I've had two fantastic beers from this brewery and and this one the third this is not uh, I think they tried something and maybe they maybe they met the mark but it's not it's really not in my wheelhouse so yeah I'm I'll go good I'll go good who's up all right glenn
2: yeah I I agree with you I like it initially like I like the the mouth feel of it as it were I I like the initial flavor dude. And dude, dude
3: dude dude
0: dude 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 mouthfeel not not yeah. a thing. Not happening.
2: Very much a thing. <laughs> no, no mouthfeel. Very much a thing. <laughs> no, no. This is going to be the most erotic version of Stoutcast you have ever put out there. We're going to talk about my loins in a minute because that's where this beer went. Feeling. Straight to my loins. <laughs> well,
0: did, did you <laughs> spill no it in loins. your Did you spill it in your loins? No, we have – there's a prohibition against
2: mouthfeel on the Stoutcast. Um, I enjoyed how it made my tongue feel. <laughs> perfectly acceptable (laughs) okay got a lot of editing anyway i did i did like i liked it initially i liked it less and less after i took the initial drink like midway it got a little bitter towards the end didn't care for it not bad i'd probably give it a good but yeah nothing special i i i've had a couple of other imperials that i'd probably prefer
3: all right joey okay we'll stay away from uh, (laughs) mouthfeel I had to pour it a couple times because I really it was hard for me to try to find what am I looking for. You would mentioned figs, dates, chocolate, you know, and I can't find any of that when it first hits a palate. Very nice, I like it, and then there I do get that like big rush of bitterness, and then there's some kind of bite there at the end, and maybe that's what, where it loses me. I think you know i've said this i'm not a big imperial you know imperial stout fan um but i've had some good ones and i will i and i can appreciate a nice uh glass this one though i i can't rush to it you know well it is if it's there will i drink it well you know that's why i was off to out two beers here to start the stout cast um <laughs> but um you know so I, I i have to say because i can't i can't find what it's describing except other than the bitterness i have to i have to say fair all right last but not
0: least dan scott professional beer judge man about town i i i have this funny feeling that you love this beer
1: <laughs> um i really get what they're aiming for here i think This is an umami beer. This is like after dinner, hanging out outside by the fire, smoking a cigar, thinking about the beer a lot, and chatting with people over the course of an hour. I mean, this is a slow, slow sipper. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of that dried fruit stuff, the bitter dark baking chocolate. It's not my favorite Imperial stuff by any means, but... I, I applaud the effort. Yeah, even based on the description, I think that that's what they're... That if that's what they're shooting for, they got it. Uh, but I would give... I, this is a, an enthusiastic very good, very good to excellent on this. Um, especially because I don't think this is barrel-aged at all. Like The layers that they're getting out of this beer is just... That's just all grain. And, you know, it, it reminds me of um, you know, like some different cabernets, like the depth of of layers in the in the beer. That's that's what it reminds me of.
0: And that's why he's a beer judge, and we are not. Yeah, no, I had a feeling. Um, th- you know what this this reminds me of a um, of a foreign extra stout that's got twice as much alcohol is that a fair assessment?
1: for an extra stout with a whole lot more. Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel like that's sort of a basis to to judge it upon, to talk about it. Is that that that's a good similarity to it cuz it's it's really not like your typical American imperial stout. I mean, it almost tastes like a Belgian imperial stout kind of thing or a quad to me as far as the the flavor profiles that I'm getting out of this, it's not by any means typically like, oh, yeah, we're drinking a, drinking an American Imperial Stout. Like, there's there's a lot more to this beer than that.
0: I think they nailed what they were looking for. I just don't think most of us are were looking for it as well. I think that's kind of part of the problem. But, yeah, I think this would definitely be uh, in the category of a talker. So, um, you know, hats off. Uh, sometimes they don't, you, they don't always hit our taste buds, respectively. But uh, you respect what they were going for, and and hats off for you know, you know, for hitting that. And somebody's there's somebody out there that's gonna love this beer uh, because they like foreign extra stouts, but they wish that they were just a little more, you know, they had a little more oomph to them. Oomph, by the way, is a I believe a uh, technical term used by the GABF. Am I am I right? Cla- classical term. Classic, thank you. All right, that's gonna do it. We blew through four of those and socially distanced. Didn't get anybody COVID nineteen. and Not that we that know we of. know of. No, we know of. That's right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Dan is now gesturing. I'm not sure. It's this reminds me of a scene from Airplane. The can got me. The can got me another tragic case we want to thank you for joining us and hope that you are doing well as you are home self-isolating or at work self-isolating or self-isolating at the store or wherever and remind you that if you are lucky enough to have a beverage facility uh, nearby that has these beautiful types of alcoholic beverages that you keep us in mind check out our beer list Uh, Check out the podcast as you're taking the subway and eyeing the person next to you to see if they look sick. And then remind you that no matter where you're listening to us, which the options are, I always forget one, but I'll give it a run anyway, iTunes, Stitcher, Podcastify, Google Play. The list is long and varied of places you can find this podcast, but also remember that there is a uh, website for it that has each episode, has the Cliff Notes, and then also has the podcast podcast. Uh, there as well we also have a beer list and we have a best of list and one of those beers today made the excellent list so uh, keep that in mind as well they are few and far between but they do happen and we appreciate them when they do we also appreciate you for joining us for joey toucans gonzalez <laughs> jenny <laughs> glenn crim captain yoda in portland chris knapp in sparks nevada dan scott in sacramento I'm Bob Moffat. Thank you for joining us. And we'll catch you next time on the Stoutcast at stoutcast.com.
4: Perfect. Oh, I don't know about that.